Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, world, and what is happening? Jeff Cavanaugh here alongside my dearest friends, my scouting friends, the great Brian Broaddus, the godfather of this whole situation, <laughs> and the great Dane Brugler, the champion of the world, uh, who Todd McShay is incredibly jealous of. And that's why they dropped a mock draft on the same day. So I thought we'd go over Todd McShay's mock today and uh, maybe do Dane's next week. <laughs> Here's Dane Brugler from The Athletic. How you do it, Dane? Uh, but they're already outdated. So, I, I mean, the Russell Wilson trade, the Carson Wentz trade, uh, just just they're, they're already outdated. So We'll do a new one on the fly. It'll be great. Good, uh, good right. evening, Brian Broaddus from 105.3 The Fan. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Hey, I want to know a big TV star, man. Uh, how about a little cut for your buddies, uh, Jeff and myself? You know, now you're making that TV money doing these yeah, things. Yeah, right. Hey, I, I, I met with your guy, Jerry Madelon, uh, gave, oh, me, some, gave me some tips. Tip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go. So I, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm on uh, on the screen. So I you know, worked through that, and uh, yeah, it went, pretty, it went pretty well. So uh, You got to do what Jeff does. When Jeff does the draft show, he gets real big. You got to spread get wide. Your, you got to get real wide. <laughs> it's and you a power like, stance. Open up. So, yeah, you, get it, you lean forward, you get real wide. And then you talk to the camera. You know, you tell you tell the camera like, "Hey, this is why you need to take Burks." I'm telling you, don't worry <laughs> about that four five five. This is my guy right here. You know, you just open up, and that's Jerry would give you that. Uh, he'd give you that advice. But you did you did a hell of a job, kid. I'm really Thank proud you. of you, man. You did. I appreciate that. Thank well, you. Well, Jerry wouldn't give you any advice today because Jerry's busy today. Yeah, um, different Jerry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a story real quick. And the story is that plug and play is an NFL draft show. It is not a paternity show. So yeah. we're just going to do what we're going to do. Please thank do. you to Kilgore. Who's kicked off the uh, super chat. And he said, can't let formula beat me to the first super chat. Ha ha. Yeah. We got a race in this bad boy. Uh, appreciate everybody who is a member of the channel, everybody who does do the super chats and all those things like that, because my livelihood is now that I'm a person on the internet. Woo woo. Uh, Dane, you had a mock draft that came out, and I, for one, am furious that you went with Icky Iquanu at number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars, because um, he's my OT2, and uh, so I'm furious. How realistic do you think Icky at number one is? Uh, I mean, he's in the mix. I mean, I just talking with people in Indianapolis, um, I would say it was that there's, it, there's only three names mentioned when you talk to people in the league uh, with, you know, other teams. I, I don't know anybody with the Jaguars to be totally transparent, but my, my league buddies that I do talk to, there were probably there maybe seven or eight of them that I asked and it was Icky got the most votes. Uh, in terms of what they think is going to happen. Um, Hutchinson got the next most, and then Evan Neal got some votes too. So um, I, I think all three of those guys are definitely in the mix. I don't think Cam Robinson being tagged has any bearing on it. Um, but Icky's right there. Uh, when you talk about what he does on the field, what he gives you off the field, the intangibles, all of that, it, it all matters. Um, and so, but I tell you what, they like Hutchinson a lot too. So it's uh, by no means is Evan or is uh, Icky the, clear front runner i would say dane did your folks at the combine is all the stuff we're hearing about thibodeau now uh is it 
real or or somebody trying to drive him down the board with these interviews and stuff and being maybe a little standoffish with uh with some of the brass that he got to talk with at the combine no it's real i mean we talked about it before how you know he's just uh, it's it's something that uh teams especially if you're gonna draft in top five they you gotta love him you know you can't like him you gotta love him and he's just he he's not going to be for everybody with the way he comes off. And that's, it is what it is. What do you, you know, it's uh, we, we kind of addressed it before how there's plenty of uh, non-humble superstars in this league and that's okay. You know, that's not a requirement, but if you're going to invest top five pick top five money in a guy, you better just be convinced with what you're getting. And I don't, I don't think a lot of teams are. Uh, so uh, a team picking and now he still could go top five, but I think there's a better chance that a team picking six to 12 is going to get a pretty good player at a little bit of a discount. Tarvis, appreciate you in the super chat. You're a monster. Uh, Wesley, thank you. Nick K, thank you. Kevin McCamick, thank you. Mazith, thank you. He just loves Brian Broadus. That's what he's here for. And Nick K. That's the reason I'm here. Yeah, me too. Nick K wants first and second round predictions for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, Dane's mock draft will give us at least one of those, and so we can uh, go over those bad boys. With Kayvon Thibodeau, it's like you said down to like maybe even twelve. Is wow. that the floor? Because I'm just trying to I'm just trying to dream here. I'm trying to see how <laughs> far he could get down there before as a yeah. Cowboy what else could observer. I say? Like, hey, pick up the phone. What else could I do to drive him a little further down the right, any chance yeah. of a gas any chance of a gas mask or anything <laughs> like that? Hey, we didn't we didn't think there was a chance of a gas mask when it happened the first time. So who knows? Uh I yeah, I, I think the Vikings, they pick a 12. Um now, but you know, they've got a first year general manager, first year head coach. You know, do they would they have the balls to do it? Um I, I don't know. It's it's tough when you have a situation like this where uh, it's it's every team's going to feel a little bit differently. So I like, you know, look at the jets or uh, yeah, jets and the giants. Like, I don't, I don't think he fits necessarily. Uh, but you look at Atlanta died. That, that's a possible fit. Um, Seattle now at number nine, you know, that's something I, I think Seattle's yeah. fascinating because Seattle is, yeah, uh, they're a team that obviously as soon as that trade was made, the Russell Wilson trade, you were automatically thinking, oh, okay, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, you know, quarterback yeah. at nine. They're, look at their roster. It is terrible. Like, they yeah. don't have a tackle on the roster, okay? Yeah. They don't. They need corner help in the worst way. Bobby Wagner, he's gone. You, you, you know, Devin Lloyd's in the mix there. Uh, they don't have a big-time pass rusher they can rely on. So, Kayvon Thibodeau, Jermaine Johnson, one of those guys could be the pick. I, I think that Seattle, while quarter, they need a quarterback, obviously – uh, their options are wide open there at nine. And I think Thibodeau, that, that'd be a possible landing spot for him. Man, Seattle, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like Seattle is setting up for uh, a tank job where they're, uh, you're not going to offer your head coach money to lose games. Uh, you're just not going to leave your head coach equipped to win games. Yeah. That feels like a team. And I wonder what Indy's going to do, too, now that they moved on from Carson Wentz, where they don't have anybody. Mitch Trubisky gonna... era about to start. Oh, you think so? Mitchell? Uh, it, it, it's, it's Emmer Garoppolo is my guess. That they're, you know. Who doesn't have a first-round pick? Indy, does Indy, Indy doesn't have a first-round pick, right? No, no. no, they don't. So they have to trade for a quarterback without a first-round pick. Oh, what an awful spot that is. 
That is yeah. absolutely horrendous. Philly has their first round pick from the Wentz trade. You know That's what? You know, I'll tell you what. Don't my 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 guy John Snyder has done a poor job of drafting. Terrible. He has. He honestly yeah. has. Terrible. He's done a terrible job of drafting. But I it's not—it's not just drafting. It's I think overall roster management. Like oh no, Jamal, they, they've done a bad Jamal, job. Jamal Absolutely. Adams trade Jamal is, is a terrible thing, haunting but them. I wouldn't—I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if he tried to get into the Sean Watson derby. If—if if all that stuff clears, you know, yeah. maybe you get a quarterback that you don't have to pay the premium on. You know, and I think the Texans are going to want premium. But maybe maybe Snyder's got something better up his sleeve. Like, okay, I just moved on from a quarterback that's thirty three. I'm gonna go get a younger quarterback that I can know and try and find a way to build around that guy. So, I keep a I keep an eye on maybe at Seattle. Seattle and Tampa were the two teams that people seem to think are gonna maybe get in this Deshaun Watson Derby. If in fact that's the case, Carolina maybe, maybe so. That, that's a, that's a, uh, another team I, I kept hearing. They're just desperate for a quarterback in Carolina. Dallas wants to know why don't the players run the 40 with helmets and shoulder pads? Probably because it would just be a hassle. And nobody you know, the Raiders, them. back in the Al Davis days for training camp, the Raiders timed their players in full pads, and that was <laughs> the speed that they used. You know, you got this GPS stuff now that all these uh, that we're dealing with, and you could get speed and stuff like that. So we might not see the 40-yard dash very much anymore at the combine, especially if they're getting all these GPS speeds uh, from these kids running in full pads. I t- it's fascinating. I met with my – so my buddy, um, he is part of a analytic company that's they, – they do all these different metrics, and he was running me through it, and it's it's fascinating. They – like, they're, they're putting numbers to positional drills. So, like, uh, defensive linemen running the hoop drill. Like right. they're able to quantify the exact degrees of bend, right. and like it's it's just it's it's fascinating. It, it's the future. It's it's what's coming in the next three to five years in terms of how we look at testing data for uh, NFL players. B. Rich wants to know if there's an offensive tackle outside the top tier that could play guard well in the NFL. He's looking for efficient purchase power here to take a tackle who might not be an NFL tackle. It is interesting how many different guys that people want to move from tackle to guard. I had seen some idiots is a mean word. I'd seen some people that were like, yeah, Quanu might be an NFL guard. And I was like, you're stupid. But I didn't say that out loud because that's mean. Uh, but I mean, he'd be a good guard, but I mean, sure I just, would. yeah, I don't, I don't, it's not a Zach Martin situation where, you know, he'd be this, all pro guard. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. He's a I, I, the, the, th- the three guys, the three guys that I would kind of look at, because I think Canard. there's four Canard mm-hmm. starts it. Mumford from Ohio state would be another one. Ryan from UCLA was a guard yeah. or tackle could be a guard. And then what's our guy? Uh, uh, Georgia Saylor from Sailor. Sawyer. From Georgia? Yep. So, that, yeah. that's, that's the first name that popped into my head. Uh, I, mean, so I, think- I, I think, I think, you know, you, you've got on the board, you've got guys that are really like true guards. The first three, if you, however you have, however you have the combination of Johnson, Ingram, Green, whatever you got, however the combination is, those guys are like guard players to me. The other yeah. guys, like I say, the Kennard, the Mumford, the Ryan, 
those others, I think that those are the guys that could probably be that were the tackles that could probably play the guard on the other end. I, I, I look at, you know, you talk about Penny from Northern, uh, from Northern Iowa. He's like six, seven, you know, and yeah. I don't know if you want a guard. I mean, I'm trying to think in my mind of six, seven guards. I know, uh, the Cowboys in the past, I tried, who was our guy from Arkansas that was 6'10"? Um, oh, yeah. That was, uh, um, that, Jeff, he was in your backyard setting up the uh, the. I know. Board. Yeah, he now owns a Arkansas. light company. He set up the lights for our yeah, coffee. Yeah, but anyway, they, they tried, they tried, those are the kinds of things that they try, but I don't know if you want a guy at 6'7 playing guard. I just Skipper. don't. Dan Skipper. Dan Skipper. Thank yeah. you very much out there. The so, great yeah, man, I mean, Skipper. I just just go the guard draft, and then if you want to maybe think about down the line those other guys I mentioned, that might be the the switch that you might want to make. Well, and Penning, I think he's going top seven. I'll, I'll be surprised if he doesn't. So I don't I don't think he's going to be in the conversation for the Cowboys, anyways. Ahead of Charles Cross, then uh, for some teams, yeah, I think it's very possible. Yeah. Okay, and I maybe think we four, just, four I, guys in the top ten. Yeah, I think when you look at the top ten, uh, some these teams are gonna, especially the the Giants with two picks. Um, they're gonna Carolina needs a tackle in the worst way. They're gonna look at these this draft and say, yeah, we don't really have that elite talent at the top, so we're gonna take either a tackle or a pass rusher where it, it, there's at least a high floor there. Like we, we feel like we know what we're getting, and so we're gonna see pass four pass rushers, maybe four tackles, all go in the top ten. Which makes it really interesting at the pass rusher spot because, like, I'm thinking perhaps later in this episode, one of the things I'd like to do is play a game with the Cowboys where it's like three positions that they're likely to target with their first three picks. Because I think wide receiver is clearly becoming one of those. I think offensive line is one of those. And I think defensive line could be one of those. And boy, am I struggling to figure out where exactly to put all these edge guys. And I know a lot of them are going to go quick. So I got to find the ones that are realistically third round guys that aren't going to be thrown all the way up into the top 50 because they're pass rushers. But in the meantime, Dane's mock draft, I've given you one pick. <laughs> Icky Iquanu, NC state offensive tackle goes number one. Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher out of Michigan goes two to Detroit. And this one where Dane, if you would like to take a bow, you told us a long time ago that, you might be higher on him than most, but the world is catching up because Trayvon Walker at Georgia, the defensive end, the edge, he destroyed the combine. And now how realistic is it that he goes before uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, the Oregon yeah. guy? Yeah, and I, I've i been going to the combine a long time. And Saturday night watching the defensive line, the linebackers, the edge rushers, that is the most fun I've ever had it, watching combine. I mean, Brian, you know, like these they can drag at times. Sometimes it's just sure. a it's oh, a it's chore. It yeah, but yeah, that that night, oh my! It started off with Jordan Davis, you know, just yeah. grizzly bear running down that forty yard dash line, uh, running at four seven, which is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I hey, mean, do you, we'll, do you think we'll ever see that again? We'll ever see that? Is that one of those? Yes, it'll become normal, Brian. These humans keep getting built weirder I, and weirder. But no, it, it's amazing to me how fast this combine was. You know, well, and, and do you know why? It's because they the testing. It's, it's got to be the well, testing. No, they installed a new turf in the summer yeah. of 2020, and we didn't have a combine last year. So this is the first combine with the new turf. So that's I think that's a big reason for this. Yeah. 
I think the testing, Dane and, and Jeff, there's some scouts that say that maybe some ways that were fudged for these times. Kind of got some rolling starts they might not have called well, back. Yeah, because of the, the being on primetime TV, that the buzz is about guys running. And some scouts maybe felt like that they let some things kind of slide that they normally wouldn't have let slide when it came to running 40-yard dashes. Some scouts were talking about that. Was the Steelers yeah. guy still running the line? Because he used yeah. to tell him, get your butt back here. Yeah, Gorshak. Yeah, Gor- Mark Gorsuch. Gorshak. Yeah, yeah Gorshak, yeah. Uh, but Travon Walker was just, I, I yeah. mean, for a guy with that's that size, 272, you know, 6'5", 272, 35 and a half inch arms, uh, to have the testing that he did was just uh, just remarkable. It, it wasn't just a 40-yard dash. I mean, we're talking about uh, an elite time in the three-cone. His three-cone was uh, 6'8", 9, which is unbelievable. I mean, Sky Moore had a 7-1. I, and whoa, we, whoa, we, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, I will tell you this. There is no reason to we, come we across love Sky lanes of traffic just to Dang, hit Sky you, Moore and it's 4 Dang, three, this, nine. What did this you have a, on that? What was that three cone on Sky Moore? Uh, this, is, this is a Sky pro Sky Moore uh, uh, podcast. So. No, no, what, what was it trying to get? Was it 7 don't bend. It's not their yeah. job. I, I think it was seven one something. Maybe five ten guy running seven one. My gosh, what are we doing here? Hey, uh, I will tell you this: uh, Sky Moore, who once upon a time was like number eighty on Dane's yeah. uh, top hundred list, just went 49th in his mock. So my guy's getting some respect. Right. Chill out. Dane, yeah. Dane did something. He and I had this discussion the other day about the Sky Moore fall inside the top fifty now, and you did it. I see what you did. I see yeah. what you did. I, I mean, he has a very good chance to go top 50. I don't, I mean, it's not like a lock, but I mean, it, it's 56. He has got a good chance. Yeah. Uh, go 56th. But yeah, no, Trevon Walker, 35 and a half inch vert is unbelievable. 432 short shuttle. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he, he's got a legitimate chance to go top three, top five in this draft. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of defensive linemen, all the Georgia guy, I mean, Devontae Wyatt, one of them. He, he 477 in the 40 yard dash is unbelievable. Um, uh, all the uh, Travis Jones, if, if not for Jordan Davis, we'd be talking a lot more about Travis Jones at UConn and what he did. He snuck into my first round. Uh, I think he's a mm-hmm. very real chance to go that high because just guys don't move like that or they're not supposed to move like that when they're 325 pounds, 492 in the 40 yard dash, 733 uh, three cone is unbelievable. Uh, he was also great in the positional stuff. The hoop drill, uh, is unbelievable. So, yeah, the, the defensive lineman just had a night. Uh, and, and the pass rushers and the linebackers too. It was it was a crazy uh, crazy workout, which made it even worse for Texas A and M's Demarvin Leal. I saw his numbers where he ran like yeah. a five flat and he didn't jump well. And I'm like, a man, tweener. a guy with a guy yeah. with inconsistent tape that's a tweener that was supposed to be a great athlete didn't test as a great athlete. Could Leal fall as far as the third round? That's possible. Sure, I, he went late second in my mock to the Raiders, I believe. So. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see why, why he couldn't. Okay, as we continue on, we've gone Iquanu to the Jags, Hutchinson to the Lions, Walker to the Texans, Evan Neal to the New York Jets, which I am sure uh, Zach Wilson will appreciate. Sauce Gardner to the Giants at number five. Mm. Six foot three corners are a lot. I, normally, I hate tall corners. I just feel like it's such a challenge for them to move and play man coverage. But in his case, holy cow, Sauce Gardner's really, really good. So 441, 40 yard dash. I didn't expect that. Yeah. That's- yeah. Scooting. 
Yeah. Trevor Penning, number six overall, Northern Iowa to uh, Carolina. The Giants at seven, Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. Not a bad little start to a draft for them, getting no. Sauce Gardner and Charles Cross. Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame to the Falcons at number eight. I'm still, I've watched him and I get it, I understand it because I see the plays where you're like, holy cow. I'm still creeped out by a guy that's that massive and you're not going to ask him to play man coverage i don't think at least not very often and like i see the really fun athletic traits but is it weird that i'm a little bit scared of kyle hamilton no i mean i don't brian i don't know how you feel but he's you gotta have a plan for him you know like how how you're gonna use him in every situation so i i mean i think you can he can play split safety. He can play single high safety. He could come down in the box. He can he can do all these things. But no, I agree with you. He's not a guy necessarily that you want covering man to man the slot. Uh, you know, maybe against a tight end, I think he'd be fine. But uh, yeah, I think you have to have a a specific plan for him in every given situation, and that's just not something every defensive coordinator is going to want to deal with. Thank Man, you. It, it's Super funny. Cat. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jeff. It's just so funny that, you know, with Hamilton and stuff like that, there was a, there was a guy and Dane, you might remember Taylor Mays. That USC. USC. And he was a big, like a six, four, I mean, six, four, 220 something. I mean, ran really, really great and all that. And he was just kind of a guy, you know, he got in the league and he was just really kind of a guy. And, you know, with, but with Hamilton, I mean, I, I, I just see a guy that around the line of scrimmage, that's some of his best work. You know, I I just think that I think somebody's going to kind of figure him out because I kind of said he was an old school safety, you know, with the way he's built, you know, because nowadays you see these guys that really have range and can cover and all that stuff like that. But I didn't think this guy moved that badly. And I remember Taylor Mays being a big guy that was a little bit stiff moving. Mm -hmm. And I kind of think that Hamilton – you know, you're kind of worried about those big safeties. And I think Hamilton, I think he'll be fine, but I think you're both right. You got to find, you got to have a plan for how you want to play him in this, in these schemes. Maury's music is a, uh, is a regular contributor to the broadcast and we appreciate it. He's looking for our favorite interior offensive lineman free agent, but this is plug and play a draft show. So I just have to tell you that um, the answer is Zion Johnson. He's a free agent waiting to be picked. When you look at, and we'll keep going on the mock, we're eight picks in. Dane, from the Combine, when you look at Zion Johnson having an incredible day, uh, I love his tape. I am now, uh, I don't think you're supposed to do this with just a workout, but I am now teetering on the edge of calling Zion Johnson guard one over Kenyon Green, who didn't have a great workout. Is, is, can, will you do that with the Combine? Take the athletic testing and say, well, I did prefer green, but now I might flip them. I, I, yeah, I, I think that, I mean, especially from my perspective, when I was just watching these guys in person and how they move around, like it just, it's kind of an eye opener. And uh, it depends on how close you had them going in. You know, if you had them fairly close in grade wise, then I don't think it's a stretch to all of a sudden reevaluate how you're stacking those guys. And I, I'll be honest with you, as much as I love Tyler Linderbaum, Zion Johnson belongs in the interior offensive line uh, one category. You know, I, he, he's at least in that conversation. Uh, he, he is that good because tape 
check. Senior Bowl, check. Combine, check. And it you talk to him and you you feel better about yourself. He's that type of guy. Uh, just with the uh, you know the way he uh, the way he comes across and you know, his personality. So yeah, I, I think that's totally fair. And my mock, I, I didn't have to worry about the Cowboys pass on because he didn't make it to twenty four. Son of a, I hadn't gotten that far, Dane. Why would you do that to me? Just teasing a little bit. What a jerk. Pat wants to know if I'm going to do any live mock drafts. Pat, if you've followed this channel, you know by the time the draft gets here, I will get ready. 1,000 mock drafts live on this channel. So if you're into that, subscribe. Uh, Be Rich, who's the latest sleeper who might stick? Is there anybody that jumps out like from the combine that you were thinking day three or maybe a third round guy that you went, ooh. Oh yeah, Sky Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can yeah, I? One. Yeah. Can I? Can I give you a guy? And I, I know Jeff. We talked about him on the draft show uh, that we do, you know, with DallasCowboys.com. But I, I, I'll tell you what. I am. I, I think more people need to kind of figure out this Cincinnati, the Cincinnati receiver. If you already have mm-hmm. Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. It, seriously, I know I've talked about him, but I think people are sleeping on him a little bit right now. And when you start to talk about the other, and even before the combine, I'm like, you know, you're watching the quarterback, you know, with Cincinnati throw, and who's he throwing the ball to? Alec Pierce. I mean, it's just constant, constant, constant. I mean, play after play after play. I, I'd like to say, I'd like to see, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that name out there right now because when this kid comes into the league and is is an outstanding player, and you're like, oh, I remember, I I heard his name on, you know. Uh, uh, on our show so you know plug and play so i just want to that's that's a guy to me that i don't think people are given nearly enough uh enough credit to uh where do you where do you have him round i have i have him in the third round yeah. i have him in the third round but that, that's where i have and, I, and that and that was even pre-combine that was yeah. all pre-combine stuff so i've kind of got receivers in that second i don't do the and, and I know it's like the the the, the Dane Brugler method of the two and the three. I cheat. I, I do just, cheater grades. I just stick him in the two or I'll stick him in the three. And in, in all actuality, he probably, for me, should be higher in that two right now. And that, But the play, all that in the, in the, in the where I saw him, it's 6'3", he's 211 pounds. You watch him just make play after play after play. I'm just kind of – just a name you need to kind of keep an eye on, I think. Uh, what – Back to uh, what the original question was. What it was? Uh, oh, a sleeper. Um, yeah. The cornerback from Sam Houston State, uh, Zion McCollum. Boy, this guy, he had a combine. He had an all-time combine. It, like the type, and I, 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 I honestly did not see this coming. Based on it, like he's a good athlete, not a bad athlete by any means, but a guy that's six foot or six two, two hundred pounds. Running a 4-3-3 40-yard dash, a 6-4-8 three cone. I, I like anything under seven seconds is a well above average. He got under six five. That that's mind-blowing. Uh that he did that at that size. Uh 39 and a half inch vert, 11 foot broad, 394 in the short shuttle. Um, you, you're getting under four seconds in a short shuttle. That's that's freaky numbers. So Zion McCollum, he's a guy that created a ton of buzz for himself uh, based on the combine. And, I mean, yeah, we need to have more conversations about him uh, based based on what he did. King Shadow said Sterling Weatherford from his pro day. Is that made up, Dane? Is that a real name? That is Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio did a pro day today, right? Yesterday. He's a – 
Actually, and I got the pro day uh, pulled up in front of me. He's he's the the late round version of Kyle Hamilton. You know, he's, he's an oversized safety. Uh, he ran. He was six four two twenty four. Let's see. He ran about four five nine in the forty thirty six inch vert nine nine broad. Um, good size player. I surprised he didn't get a combine invite. Uh, I thought he was he was at the Senior Bowl. He, he's a, he's a good player. Uh, I think he's draftable. So uh, good, good name to keep on the radar. All right, I got some more super chats to get to, guys. Hang tight, I'll get right to you. But we're going to keep ripping through this mock draft a little bit. We've quick recap: Jacksonville, Iquanu Hutchinson to Detroit, Trayvon Walker to Houston. You can find this on theAthletic.com, by the way, and you should actually go to the mock draft and subscribe to the Athletic from that article, so that Dane gets credit. Evan Neal at four to the Jets, Sauce Gardner at five to the Giants, Trevor Penning to the Panthers, Charles Cross to the Giants, Kyle Hamilton to the Falcons, and Kayvon Thibodeau, the slide of Kayvon Thibodeau, ends at number nine to the Denver Broncos, which, um, yeah, he's just really interesting because it's stuff that, at least in my case, I hear from people, but when you just turn on the tape, you're like, man, maybe number one overall? So I'll be incredibly interested to see how that entire career plays out. And then Jermaine Johnson, the Florida State edge to the New York Jets at 10. So here we go, Dane. All the edges are going off the board in the top 10. That's it. Uh, Edges and tackles. I I think when it comes down to it, that's what teams are going to feel comfortable drafting in this draft. Uh, You know, quarterbacks are just, you know, they're a coin flip. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that Seattle at nine or – uh, maybe even Carolina at six. Uh, it's still possible to take a quarterback, but I think we're going to see tackles and pass rushers kind of rule the top 10. At number 11, the commanders go with Kenny Pickett. Although I'll tell you what, now that they have traded for Carson Wentz, would they, yeah. do you think that makes it more or less realistic? They take a quarterback like they're, do you think they're throwing their eggs in the Carson Wentz basket or could you still I, pick one? Based on the draft picks they gave up, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, we talked about this last year when it, the Panthers traded for Sam Darnold. Could they still draft Justin Fields at number eight or whatever pick they had? Uh, you know, and kind of just double down on quarterback and just try to get it right. And so you, it's it's possible you can't rule it out, but it's much more likely that they go away from uh, quarterback now at pick number eleven and. It just it makes it really really interesting because I mean Carson Wentz we I don't know we saw him in Indianapolis and they didn't make the playoffs for and he was part of the part of the reason why so uh, I don't know if you're Washington I don't, I'm not sure how you're feeling great about the trade. Not many teams can beat Jacksonville on the road to make it to the postseason. Wasn't that Indy who choked yeah, it, it up? Was. Yeah, that was Indy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the last place you want to go in December. Exactly, sunny, sunny Jacksonville. That's what they always say is don't ever go to Jacksonville on the road with the playoffs on the line. Brian, you agree with that, that they'll Absolutely, be skipping yeah. quarterback? Yeah. You know what? It's funny that uh, the, the the commanders, they have a fundamental problem and they can't evaluate quarterbacks. And the best one they've had, they hated and they sent him off to Minnesota is what they did, you know? And so, you know, yeah, I, I just, I think that if you look at what they've done, it goes all the way back to Haskins. You know, they thought they had a player there and, you know, it didn't work out really at all. So, yeah. And, you know, Ron Rivera, let's 
you know, I wonder, you know, Ron Rivera, give him credit for going in there and cleaning some things up, maybe with the football operations stuff, but it's still him and Marty Herney, you know, and they, you know, there's that defense really let him down last year. I mean, really let him down. And people say, well, maybe it's because of the quarterback, you know, Maybe they also they were in that that uh, in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes of trying to give the three ones. You know, if you're giving three ones for a quarterback, what that's telling me is that you're desperate to keep your job. Because if you if you get the quarterback and it works out, you keep your job. If it doesn't work out, you get fired, and that's somebody else's problem. So to me, you know, they tried, but then they end up with Carson Wentz. I have a feeling you're going to get exactly what you deserve bringing Carson's Carson Wentz onto that football team. Not very good play. I'd also just like to laugh at your friend John Schneider real quick. He's a bad was, drafter. Yeah. It was two ones to acquire Jamal Adams, and he yeah. got two ones for Russell Wilson. Very similar value there. Uh, box safety, who's actually an edge rusher and a franchise quarterback. Uh, okay, we move along in the draft. Derek Stingley, go Tigers to Minnesota at number 12. One I think the- that's a perfect, I think that's a good thing. Uh, we hurt I me mean, if Patrick Peterson signs back at, uh, you know, we were talking about Stingley. If Patrick Peterson signs back with Minnesota, everybody's telling me the thing about Stingley is he's not an alpha male, he's a guy that needs to be have like a big brother or a leader or somebody to help him along. If in fact they got two LSU guys there, I think that would be the best fit in the world uh, for Stingley to go. Cause if you want him to be that top dog lead dog in the sled, that's not him right now. But if he has somebody he could kind of latch on to and kind of learn the ropes, they say that's going to make a lot better for him now going forward. Minnesota might be a great fit. Garrett Wilson, 13 to the Cleveland Browns, which I really enjoy. I like that he's the first receiver off the board, too, because he is currently my favorite receiver in this class. Although I got to tell you, sorting out the top of this receiver group is tough. Everybody's going to have frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, your your yeah, fifth we'll, guy is like really good. Yeah. <laughs> no matter who it is, your fifth oh, yeah, guy is going to be fifth really guy, good. Guy more. Um, but there you go. Not anybody else's so, fifth. <laughs> so, so your seventh guy is really. Don't good feel though. bad, Jeff. I don't like Zion Johnson. Everybody else likes him. So yeah. yeah. Well, I've always said Brian Broadus, noted Boston College hater. It's been something you've been I'm all a BC along. Hate. I have a BC hater. Jordan yeah. Davis, Luke, Luke Keekley. I hated Luke Keekley when he was coming out of college. Jordan <laughs> Davis, all the way up at fourteen after that combine to the Baltimore Ravens. Philadelphia Eagles at 15, Trent McDuffie, which the one question about Trent McDuffie, the Washington corner, who's really, 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 really good, is going to be that he has T-Rex arms. And so people are going to say, can you play outside with short arms? And He can. I agree. He can. I agree. Yeah. Uh, But if not, do you just move him into the nickel and be like, sorry, you're short and you don't have long arms. Take your butt inside. He can do it, so, yeah. He, uh, okay. he makes plays, man. I talked to teams about him because they were worried about him coming in, in under 5'10". Everybody was worried about him coming in under 5'10". And I was like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah. You know, if he comes in 5'9", something like that, that's not good. But he came in at 5'10", 5", I think was the height he came in at. So, you know. It's sure. the, the sub-30-inch arms. That's that's what yeah. is kind of a – 
But I'll tell you what, I, I heard from more than a few people that said they were measuring a little short, they thought, with, with the arm length this year. So There you go. He's uh, got 33. Don't don't be surprised when he's 30 and an eighth at his pro day. Hey, <laughs> trust Gets me. over that 30 hey, threshold. Just send me to go time guys at 38 yards and get longer arm lengths. We could do all this. Well, that's what Wisconsin was doing today. I got a text yeah. from a scout saying, uh, like, Wisconsin's uh, official Twitter was like, oh, 4-3-3, and this guy's a 4-3-2. And yeah. uh, a scout told me that his fastest time that he had today was 4-4-8. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's, it's – Running downhill, yeah. man. That McLean yeah. center going to run it downhill, right? Wait, is that where Leo Chanel busted yeah. off like a 3.9 short shuttle and uh, – Something like that. Like he yeah, was I'll, ripping off numbers that were insane. I'll let, I'll, I'll let you know when I get the official numbers. Uh, probably tomorrow morning. So, George Karloftis to the Eagles at sixteen. So their three picks are going to be Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis, the Purdue Edge, and Chris Olave, Ohio State wide receiver, to good the haul. Eagles at nineteen. A, not good bad. Haul. Good haul. Ojabo, the Michigan Edge, to the Chargers at seventeen. Malik Willis. Quarterback at Liberty to the Saints at 18. And where Dane ruins everything with Zion Johnson at 20. What's the woo-hoo-hoo? What are we woo-hooing? We woo-hooing Malik. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for putting Willis with the Saints, man. Why? That's my sleep. I love it. I love it. That's my okay. sleeper's second team. So I love Willis going to the Saints. Well, they got to do something at quarterback. No, I, I, oh, I mean, you did good. You did good. Okay. You put the right quarterback there. Way to go. We're creeping towards the Cowboy pick. We're 20 in. Let me knock out some super chats here. I appreciate everybody who sends them. Uh, it's actually how Brian and Dane get paid for this. If you don't send them, then I'm not sending them any money. That's kind of how this works. Um, Tyler wanted to know, biggest surprise or disappointment from high film grade to poor combine performance? And the only one that jumps out at me, I guess, is Kenyon Green. And it's not like he had a bad combine he had an okay combine while a lot of people had really good combines. Do you have a bad combine that jumps out at you? DeMarvin Leal, I guess. The, what about the situation with the two linebackers, uh, Dean and Lloyd? Was that considered bad for those guys? See, Dean's well, official was like a four six six, and I'll be honest, my notes never said runs like the wind. Like I don't it, Dean didn't work out. Well. I don't think. I don't I'm pretty sure Dean didn't work out. Yeah, and uh, if he did, it but was no, but but the, but the measurements Lo- and stuff, you knew he was short, right? I mean, I, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, Lloyd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Lloyd, Lo- Lloyd, that was that was surprising. Lloyd, I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, the height on Dean got confirmed, and yeah. then the stuff with Lloyd. I don't think Lloyd's numbers were all that great for what we no, no. thought he was going to be. I I tell you, Lloyd, that was surprising. He because he I I see an explosive player on tape, and he did not really. Oh, absolutely, test that way. yeah. Um, yeah. the. The, the, the main one here is a guy we'll talk about at 24, so I'll save that. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, David Bell from Purdue, like he wasn't expected yeah. to run all that well, and he didn't. Um, I, I think that, you know, Roger McCreary, if you're going to be small and, or, you know, and have shorter arms, you better run well, and he didn't. That's going to hurt him. Uh, Kyler Gordon from Washington's a guy that we talked up as, you know, going to light it up, and he, he didn't. So, uh, yeah, there were definitely a few guys that – uh, your, your boy, uh, Ed Ingram, uh, Brian, I, he, he had a disappointing, uh, oh, workout. Brian. but oh, I tell you the, the tape's good. So I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's time to panic or anything because the tape is good, but I was surprised with Ed Ingram. And that, uh, answers actually the next question from Preston, which is have things cooled on Kyler Gordon after the combine, the Trent McDuffie teammate. I'll be honest. When everybody said he was going to light up the combine, I went back to my notes because watching both him and McDuffie, 
I was like, why am I hearing that Kyler Gordon's the super athlete when on tape, I think McDuffie is the faster. Yeah, I'd say the same player. thing, man. Everybody told me, watch Gordon, watch Gordon, watch Gordon. They all to a, to a man, they were all saying that, you know? And again, that's why I look at these times and stuff and I get it. It's part of it. That, 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 that time goes on a tag, you know, my eyes watch the tape. That's all I can say. You know, I mean, like, I feel like, though, that there's a lot of these guys that, you know, if you go through the history of the combine, the fastest guys at positions, there's a lot of guys that never really played in the league. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I know it's part of it. I get it. I'm not just poo-pooing. You the have combine. to be fast enough to play in the NFL. Exactly. I yeah. mean, to me, I watched that Arkansas kid play wide receiver, and if he runs four five five, great, whatever. He plays fast enough. He gets away from people. He runs. He's tough. You know, there's certain things you just have to – I'm not saying just completely turn away, but but I think sometimes we just get so wrapped up in that. And let's, it, see it, if, it, let's see if we end up talking about that guy here in a second, Brian. Uh, yeah. Soto, man, fun question for you guys. McClay and Steven love drafting teammates. Who would be your dream realistic duo? Uh, just pick two Georgia guys. Uh, yeah, seriously. How about, about N'Kobe Dean in the first and George Pickens – the wide receiver in the second, something like that. Just give me two yeah. Georgia cats. I'll be good. You you could do so many combinations with, you know, uh, Lewis scene or Devonte Wyatt, or, I mean, you go on and on with the Quay Walker, Channing Tindall. Oh, yeah. Maybe Sawyer. Darion Kendricks. Yeah. Uh, whoever. There's lots of options. Georgia is the answer. <laughs> Josh, not a popular opinion, but what about taking the punter from San Diego State Areza in the fifth or sixth? You're barking he, he up won't the wrong tree. Yeah, okay. Well, damn it, he you're won't. barking up the right tree, though, because I watched three San Diego State games just to watch when they punted. Uh, not on tape. Not on tape in real life. Amanda did sidelines for them. Amanda did sidelines, yeah. And she told me, she was like, they have this punter who had an 80-yard punt. And I was like, no, they He's, don't. He is something, man. He is something. He he uh he might go third round because uh, he teams are gonna look like, look at him as a defender in this a class. weapon. He's a weapon, a, a, yeah. a defensive weapon because yeah. of how he can pin get, pin teams back. So yeah. yeah, don't be surprised if he ends up in the top one hundred. Strawls says, "Congrats on the show. Late round running backs Dallas may take. I don't know, but you can sign me up for that because." Pollard's in his last year, and if it's up to me, this would be the final year of Mr. Elliott on the team. So if you guys have a fourth or fifth round. Hey, what's up with the guy, uh, Sincere McCormick? Is that his name? He's up at Exos, and I saw him working out, and he looked good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the right person to ask because I don't – I'm not a fan. Um, okay, I think give, me a, he, give me a guy. He, he, uh, McCormick did not make my top 20 running backs. Um, what about uh, – is uh, like, hey, tell me about what you thought about. Did you look at Kirion Williams from Notre Dame? Yeah, talk about a rough pro or a rough combine. He, he, was, bad. he was bad in that. He was Florida bad. Running but, back had a bad combine too. Would you pick him? I see. I, I, that was a little expected. He wasn't. I think he was going to run in the four sixes. Uh, okay. But yeah, I, I think Pierce is awesome. Um, but I tell you what, yeah, with Kyron Williams from Notre Dame having that rough combine. Maybe you can get him in the fifth now. And if you can, jump all over it. He might be – he's one of the better third-down backs in this class because he's – That's what I kind of thought. I mean, I was watching yeah. him. I watched him the other night, and I was kind of thinking, this dude catches the ball. He's tough. He's got some balance. He kind of like – Pass pro. Like, little bit holes. I mean, he gets through. He's not afraid to pass block. 
I kind of liked his tape. I, I mean, I had him in the fourth round because just because of the tape. But I mean, I oh, was yeah. I was pretty impressed with the way he was catching the football, the way the the physicality. I mean, you get down the goal line. I think it's against North Carolina. So he's just like banging off people, spinning around. I know he's five nine and a half and 194 pounds, but kind of liked him as a guy that if you hand him the ball, he was going to make some things happen. Hey, keep an eye on the Baylor, two Baylor uh, running backs too, Abram Smith uh, and then uh, uh, Tristan Ebner, who's a big t- back-to-back Big 12 uh, special teams player of the year. So okay. gives you that gives you that versatility that you look for on day three too. Rapid fire, Mazith with the uh, borderline offensive uh, message here. He said, I wish Washington kept their old team name but changed the logo to a pale ginger with a bad sunburn. Taj, what is Dane's opinion on DTRQB from UCLA? Is that just the quarterback from uh, UCLA? Yeah, he went back to school, so he is not in this draft. Um, I But I did do a little bit of work on him because I thought he was going to be in this in this class. Uh, I mean, he was right to go back to school. He, he's he's small and he's inconsistent, um, but I mean, he's he's a playmaker. He he, he played at Vegas. Uh, they're they're Bishop Gorman, that that uh, powerhouse high school they have there in Vegas. Um, he's he's got talent. He's just consistency has not been his friend uh, as a passer and as a runner. So glad he went back to school. Um, hopefully, he uh, has a big twenty twenty two, and we're talking about him at this time next year as a, a draftable guy. King Shadow, odds of Jordan Davis potentially still falling to 24. Not a lot of teams value nose tackle that can't no pass chance. rush. Does that drop no his value? Chance. No, no chance. chance. No chance. No chance. No chance. When you're when you're that big and you move like that, someone's going to draft him top 20. I would say top 16 is where he's going. Somewhere. Someone's he, 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 you pick you pick the right team. Didn't you have him with the Ravens on your yeah. mock? Yep. It just it's a every, it's every time. Yes, I wish I was a Baltimore Ravens fan because they get every good player in the draft. I, I had the Ravens going Every Jordan. player I've ever wanted. Yeah, well, Cincinnati is really my team. But every go. player that I've ever wanted sitting in a draft room, Ozzy and those guys pick them every hey, time. How, how do you oh, think Gary I felt growing up? Maybe. Yeah, growing up a Browns fan, watching the Steelers drafting who they draft and the Ravens drafting who they draft. Trust me, yeah. it wasn't fun. But I had the Ravens drafting uh, Jordan Davis in the first and then Fala Lele in the second. So that's that's a lot of mass uh, going to Baltimore in that scenario. UT2005, thank you. Brandon, greatly appreciates all we do. It's cool. You're all mostly buddies. I grew up in Chicago and had zero friends that were Cowboy fans. <laughs> so we're his friends. Okay, back to the mock. We're getting close to the Cowboys. 21, Devin Lloyd, linebacker, Utah, to the New England Patriots. 22, Drake London, wide receiver, USC. He is a big old, tall, nifty man. 23, the Arizona Cardinals, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle, Georgia. Mm. And at 24, the Dallas Cowboys select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. And I got to tell you, I got no problem with it, and his combine bothered me. I'm not going to say zero, but about that much. Where it's like, okay, so he didn't jump quite as high as I thought, and he didn't run quite as fast as I thought, but I've watched him run on tape. I've watched him jump on tape, and I ain't too worried about it. Am I crazy? No, I I don't think so. Um I I was told that like towards the end of the season, uh, he was about 240 pounds. He so 
yeah. you know, uh, going into training, a lot of emphasis was on losing that weight, getting in the right shape. And maybe it wasn't a hundred percent on the exact technique you need for training uh, in some of these drills. And, and that, can, I interrupt, can I interrupt you real quick? Is absolutely. that something that as a team, Brian, you're going to do due diligence to figure out, wait, is this perfectly normal for guys to get big right after the season ends? Or do we have a work ethic thing? Like that's something you're going to look into, right? No, you absolutely. And, and you know, with the Cowboys, with, with their situation too, with Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones being Arkansas alums, Stephen Jones' son is a quarterback on the Arkansas football team. They're going to know every single thing about Traylon Burks. I mean, they, they don't 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 worry about it. They like you know if 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 he did something, if he if he went to Wiener Schnitzel too many times, or he went to this or did that or whatever he did in college that we do as a as a college student, they're going to know about it. So I, I wouldn't worry about. I wouldn't worry about them not having everything about whether his weight goes up and down and, and how that all plays out. With Burks, I am eager to get the, the official um, times just to see where his flying 20 ranks. Because I think, you know, he didn't have a great start, but that flying 20, I think yeah. should really, uh, you know, among the wide receivers, uh, certainly be up there. So I'm eager to get that info. He's 6'2", he's 225, he's hell in the screen game, he's hard to tackle, his route tree was fairly elementary at Arkansas, but you're going to have to deal with that dude when the ball's in his hands, you're going to have to deal with that dude when the ball's in the air. Well, that's Prince. the thing about, yeah, real quick, real quick, I mean, when you watch him play, that quarterback was not accurate throwing the ball at all, and there's no. times where he gets hung out and he has to make plays high, low, behind him, it doesn't matter. I mean, that guy, I, that guy's a gamer. I mean, you watch him play like, and you can see those SEC games. They're trying to take him. I mean, this is the, this at one time was the eighth best team in the country before they went to Georgia and got beat. But it was clear that Georgia said, we've got to keep this guy from beating us, you know, in these games and stuff. So he, he's a guy that these opponents knew. And, and he was probably the, he was the best player that Arkansas had, in my opinion, when you look offensively, what they were doing. Nobody in the SEC had more 20-plus yard plays exactly. last season than Traylon And Burks. he caught all of those at the line of scrimmage. Pretty right. much. Yeah, yeah it, pretty it, was much. All, it was all yak. It was all catch and run stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, no question. Prince said, any thoughts on if DK Metcalf will be traded this offseason? I'm going to say no, sir. Maybe Tyler Lockett, though, because I do think they're blowing it up. But I bet you keep DK Metcalf. And have the Eagles shown any interest in Stingley? Dane, you have three seconds to answer that. Uh, who in Stingley? Have the Eagles shown any interest in Stingley? Um, yes, they have. So he, he's he'll be in the mix there at 15 if he's available. Now, Dane, this one you also have 10 seconds for. Draftable graded kickers. Ralph wants to know. He wants the Cowboys to move on from Greg the leg. Uh, well, we got Dicker the kicker over, over in Austin uh, for the Longhorns. And, and Brian, tell us about your LSU kicker. He, he's, he might be the top guy this year. Yeah, my guy Cade York. I mean, he, he's a he's a hey, clutch Boomer guy. Sooner's got a kicker too, guys. Yeah, he's okay, Cade York. Man. He's clutch, man. Cade will. I mean, if you go back two years ago or so when they they're playing Florida in the in the swamp and the it's raining, it's they have to have like a fifty something fifty eight yard field goal. Boom, knocks it dead through the middle. So yeah, Cade's been a very very reliable guy uh, throughout his career at LSU. Um, do you see Calvin Austin as a good enough route runner to be more than a gadget player? 
I think he could be more than a gadget player, but he also is a gadget player. Like, there's no reason not to give him the gadget stuff with his little five seven hundred and seventy pound self. <laughs> yeah, there's. A, I mean, you have to be okay with the size, and that's not every team's going to be okay with it. But in the right role, man, he he could be uh, he could be a fun player for you. He could be productive. He he had a killer combine. Four three two, I think. He went. Yeah, he not, went fast. There's some flies. Yeah, yeah. King Shadow wants Cade York and Matt Areza in the sixth. There you go. Get those special teams not, going. Not getting them. <laughs> them up. Yeah. Bernard Raymond, the Central Michigan offensive tackle to the Bills at 25. This, again, this is Dane Brugler's mock draft for the Athletic. Jameson Bills fans did not like that. Who didn't? Oh, Bills didn't. Bills fans, no. no. They uh, want a receiver. Mean, did they I want to throw you through a table? Yeah, I felt like it Yeah, on Twitter. You gave me a former Central Michigan tight end in the first round. Uh, Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama at 26. Kenyon Green, the guard from AM to the Bucks at 27. Mm. Travis Jones, Connecticut, defensive tackle to the Packers at number 28. I think they'll have to cut their whole defense if they want to trade for, or tag Devontae Adams. So that could make sense. Dolphins, Nicobe Dean. Look at these guys at the end of the first, just getting these good. I know players. that just, I'm just, I was the quality of player when you started with Williams from Alabama, the wide yeah. receiver, and you start naming the guys. I'm like, I'm like, good pick, good pick, <laughs> good pick. Seriously, that's what it happens every damn time. These teams that win in the playoffs and have great, great seasons. They get the best players. It just well, yeah, they let all the other teams screw it up looking yeah, for valuable positions like, or the perfect player. It up in front of them, and you're like, seriously, you still when you said Williams, I immediately went, that's a damn good pick. You know, so, <laughs> so 29, 29 is Nicobe Dean going yeah. to the Dolphins. So it's there like, oh yeah, he's not tall yeah. enough to go in the top 20. He's not whatever. And at yeah. 29, you're like, wait, what? We can actually yeah. have him? Sweet. Yeah. Zach Thomas was a pretty good linebacker for them, and he wasn't very big. So no, he wasn't. It was short. Yep. Lewis seen at 30, the uh Georgia safety who had a really nice combine to the Chiefs mm-hmm. there at 30. Mm-hmm. Tyler Linderbaum to the Cincinnati Bengals, which Brian should appreciate. Joe Burrow. I love the Bengals. Yep, the Bengals. That's good. There you go. Burrow did did, did that arm length really did that scare you, Brian? You know what scares me? That this guy has so many deficiencies that he plays great on tape. That's what scares me. He's hey, short, he's light, he's short arm, and he's an all freaking American. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what scares you as a scout. You're like, there's nothing physically you like about that player. Nothing. Nothing. And Except he the every results time, every time he blocks. Second level blocks, blah, blah. I mean, you're just watching him play and you're like going. I've never seen a player overcome more deficiencies and be really good at their job as this kid. I, I, I've never seen one. I don't. I don't have one. He's very good. Thirty-one and an eighth arms. It's just when you're facing a defensive lineman that's thirty-four. I mean, it just comes down to math. I mean, it's it, it's it could be it's tough. Uh, but I, he's a good player. I agree. So it's tough. Is that the end of it? Is that you 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 can't see him going out of the first round? Uh, I, I mean, it's sure it's possible, yeah. Because I, there's only four or five teams that would draft him in the first round. So Philadelphia, it, Philadelphia, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't think they're, they're. That's a team. I think they were seventy three percent run gap scheme stuff. Kelsey hasn't retired. They, they drafted Landon Dickerson in the second last year, so it's not like they. Guard. They played him at guard. 
Yeah, but he might be their future center I, if Kelsey retires. And Kelsey hasn't shown any indication that he is. So I I don't think the Eagles would take him, though. No. Uh, Mazeth, thanks for reading the message. Love listening to you guys talk. It's the only way I can get Cowboys and Mavericks sports talk living in Washington State for the last two years. You're welcome. It's the power of the Internet. And thank you so much uh, for contributing to the broadcast. You're a monster. And... Somebody said, did we answer the Daniel Bellinger question, which I didn't see. Who's Daniel Bellinger? Is that a person? San Diego State tight end. Had a pretty good combine. All right. He's a person. Talk, no, wait, did I hear Dane did a lot of scouts? Why would Daniel Jeremiah, guys like that, are talking about him? Is he Is he up there? Is he one I mean, of those he, guys? Yeah, I mean, the he, UCLA tight ends. I like the UCLA tight end myself. That's yeah, no, guy. definitely. I, I mean, Bellinger's maybe a talk about – I don't know. I, I probably doesn't get into day two, but early day three, he's a guy that you start to talk about. He ran like a four six three at his size, which is pretty good. But I mean, he was not productive in in college. He's but he's a developmental wide receiver or a tight end. So he Bellinger's a good player. I just uh, I don't know that we're gonna put him up too high. I'm a Trey McBride man myself when it comes to the tight ends. Danny, hey, do me a favor. What? Pronounce the the UCLA kid's last name. The tight end. Dulcich. Dulcich. Yeah, because yeah. Brian kept cussing, trying to say his name. I I, I kept saying, you know what? Dulcich. <laughs> he kept saying Dulcich's. Dulcich. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't get through it. Without I could cussing. not. I hope the Cowboys don't take him because I still can't pronounce his name. You, it's <laughs> We've all worked together long enough. You know how much I jack these names up. You know what I'm saying? It's I, a tradition. It's a saw, like no other. It's like the master. You, if you saw his hair and his and his mustache, trust me, you would want the Cowboys to draft him. It's there impressive. There you go. Michael checked in late and just wanted to know who the Cowboys got. And the answer was Traylon Burks. And yeah. Desmond Ritter goes number 32 to the Lions. Uh, and then I just scroll down to number 56 to see that the Cowboys take Chad Muma, the Wyoming who did, Jackson, who did Jacksonville take at 33? I'm curious. Quay Walker, Georgia okay. linebacker. Because I'm trying to trade to where I can move up and move up in the second round with Amari Cooper to Jacksonville. So I'm trying to go from I'm trying to go from my spot at that at 52 to 33. So I might have to do it with Amari Cooper. Okay, and if you did, all right, let's have fun. If you did that and you already drafted Traylon Burks, yeah. I think you would be looking for ideally an offensive lineman. But you're this is my second round pick, so I have to because I won't get him in the third. I have to take Sky Moore here. So that makes life difficult. I've gone receiver, receiver. Kair Elam would be a fun pick. Maybe Darian Bernard. I'd take Daxon Hill. Daxon Hill. Yeah. You guys are clowns. Why do you – nobody said Daxon Hill. You're a clown. I I just said Daxon Hill. He goes 34, Brian. He goes 34. Mm -hmm. I know where Ed Ingram goes. I hated yeah. leaving Daxon Hill out of the first, but I, it, it's safeties. Hey, we just don't see safeties go high, so it's possible. Daxon Hill is going to be a great player for somebody. Mark my words. Oh, 100%. He's, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's an awesome nickel, and he's We'll be, he's watching, we'll be watching NFL football, and Dax Hill will make a play, and like, oh, I remember on plug and play, they were talking about this guy. You're damn I right think, we were. I think it's real weird that you're pretending that us two hate Daxton Hill or something, Brian. <laughs> I do. I just thought I'd jump in there on this. <laughs> you guys haven't mentioned him. You're stupid idiots. Hey, this is my sixth hour of talking about stuff. I feel like I'm doing the draft with you guys right now. 
Yeah, but this is the easiest hour. Talking this to draft is the, is the easiest, easiest thing hour ever. For sure. For it's sure. The dessert after the meal. <laughs> Tell me about it. Do you guys have any parting shots? What What was your favorite uh, pick in the first? What, what, what pick did you dislike the most? Uh, if you can, I don't know. You probably can't remember all those picks, but did any uh, of them stand pick, out? Yeah. I would say my favorite is going to be Nicobe Dean at number 29 because I just think that's yeah. going to be great value and it's going to work out really well for them. And I'm with the Bills fans that I don't love Bernard Raymond. I get it. Super good athlete, big enough and all that. But first round, I'd be kind of scared of that. The, the one that bothers me, guys, I mean, I'm scared of because I don't know, is our Michigan defensive end, Ajobo. I, I don't mm. – I'm I'm struggling with that one. I mean, I – I struggle a lot of things, but that's the one that I'm kind of like, that's either, that's either got yes, or the, we just got fired, you know, kind of deal. I, I mean, that's the pick that just scares the F out of me. If you want to be honest. Actually, I hate Trayvon Walker in the top three. I've always said that guy, not very good. Dane. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, the amount of people that have woken up uh, after Trayvon Walker's uh, hey, workout. Hey, uh, hey, 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 I mean, it's uh, I we it's it shows on tape. I mean, he's a freak on tape, so I don't know. People should have saw this coming. He's that's just got a do- pass rusher, that's all. He's got that's a little it. bit of a pass rusher. That's why you do TV, man. Remember your radio buddies, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah, Remember right. where you came from. I bet he makes more money for this episode than he did for his TV spot. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, probably. no. Next thing you know, he's gonna be wearing a tie and stuff. We ain't gonna see him anymore. Thanks to D-Lo, who subscribed on Twitch. Let's go, baby. What a beast. We're on all the platforms. King Shadow Ojabo goes to Ravens to team with Owe and his old DC. Eh, Yeah, We shall see. They were teammates in high school. Yep. We shall see. All right. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, guys. I love you both. Keep Brian watching that tape, man. Keep trusting your eyes, boys and girls. Trust your Brian eyes. Brian brought us 105.3 The Fan, 2 to 7, Monday through Friday, Central Time, home of the Cowboys, and the great Dane Brugler from The Athletic. Go click on his mock draft and subscribe to The Athletic from that page so that Dane is a superhero. That would be that. Thanks, Dane. Much, much love, guys. And as for me, I'm just a guy that works on the internet. So if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. If you have super chatted, thank you. If you have joined the channel, which you can do from the main page, thank you. If you have subscribed on Twitch, thank you. Your boy is trying not to have to sell the house. I quit my job. I don't want to sell the house, but it's getting kind of close. It's getting kind of iffy, getting kind of dicey out here. Um, But thank you all. And remember, you have no idea what anybody's going. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.